There's no drinkable water, no sewage system, no electricity, no food, uh, no market. I mean, the commercial market. And, uh, so it's a, a big dilemma. There's a huge pressure on uh, the humanitarian organization, especially UNRWA, as UNRWA is the main service provider in the Gaza Strip. You know, there there are a lot of warnings that the situation on the border with Egypt is on the brink of exploding. Pushing the whole population or, you know, 70% of the population to Rafah. The thousands of them immediately reside beside the Egyptian the Palestinian you know, border. It's so difficult. Uh, uh, circumstances. It's really dangerous. It's really dangerous. We're trying to cope with uh, what's going on to distribute food, distribute blankets, uh, some tents, health uh, services. We have 100 medical teams trying all the time to, to treat people, to, to support. And we have also psychological teams that are trying to, to support people, especially kids and women, inside our shelters. But in the end, you are talking about humanitarian catastrophes beyond the ability of UNRWA, even beyond the ability of some states in the region, when you are destroying 60% of the building, the people, they cannot live in such place if the Israelis or IDF continue to to destroy more shelters and uh, more infrastructure, I believe that it will be difficult for us as the UNRWA and other UN organizations to cope of what's going on. So we have to stop the war immediately and to allow a humanitarian passage or humanitarian route to get aid into Gaza Strip, all over Gaza Strip, not only the south. Let me ask you this. Uh, some people might not fully get the implications of moving displaced people from Gaza across the border to Egypt until the military operations are over. Can you explain why that's not feasible? What we see actually on the ground that uh, you know, the majority of the population, they want to go back to their homes in Gaza, the middle area. Palestinians in general, they prefer to go home and not to be displaced, you know, again and again. So I, I think that the best solution is to get people, you know, back to their homes. And we can see also that there is a kind of rejection to the idea. Even from Egypt, they, they are extremely against that. And uh, we are in the UN system. We, we cannot cooperate in pushing uh, Gaza outside of, uh, of Gaza. We will stay in Gaza. We will continue to deliver services in in Gaza, and as I said, that uh, most of the people here, they want to go back to their homes and uh, to build again their homes and their dreams. So given this situation that you just described, what does it mean for a ground operation to start in Rafah? More people will be killed and, and injured, more destruction, more suffering more burden on UNRWA as the main service provider in Gaza. And uh, actually, it really like, uh, you know, a rotation, you know, for displaced people that uh, some of them had been displaced for seven times, eight times. And now the big question, 
where the idea of instructed them to leave the middle area, to leave the north to the south. And now what? Where to go? This is the big question. To go back to the north, to the middle, no one knows actually how things will be developing. We hope that there will be no ground operation in Rafah as uh, you cannot start uh, an operation, a military operation, but you have 1.5 million Palestinians lack everything of food, water, the health situation, health circumstances deteriorating. People are hopeless, you know, there's a lack of energy also. It is really a second Nakba for the Palestinians. There is a personal Nakba and there's a collective Nakba and the it seems that uh, the world is watching and keeping silent of Palestinian being killed and injured, or maybe they will be dying in the coming days or weeks because of diseases also, not only because of shelling and destruction.